who let the dogs out ram ram bull room it feels very fitting that we started with angel purring because this is an animal movie yeah sure more like a puppet movie or that (sighs) why you get a story i just i wanted to talk about so this has been on my mind lately and i don't know why um and you just said puppet so that made me remember it again so I went to a magic camp, and <laughs> that's where the story should end, but it doesn't. Yeah. Um, I, went- I went to a magic camp. <laughs> Period. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Yeah. Um, I was that kid, the one that would come home with card tricks and pen gadgets. <laughs> such a Ariana, nerd. Ariana was also the kid that came home after spending... 15 minutes at Home Depot, she'd come home with 800 different pamphlets. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's a collector of sorts. I would walk through. Or a hoarder, others would call it. (laughs) Dude, I wasn't even going to talk about that, but I (laughs) literally would. Like, I would go through and I was like, I pretended that I was like helping a couple plan their (laughs) dream house, (laughs) like their dream kitchen or whatever. Anyway, so I, I came home from or I went to magic camp so I'm sorry and it was more than magic camp though because they did other stuff like there was acting classes you could attend you could learn how to juggle you could learn how to do ventriloquism and I went to one class for the ventriloquism and learned how to do how to make a human body a dummy no oh oh wasn't that kind of camp no Trudy (laughs) um (laughs) but I learned like Whenever they want to say M's or B's or P's or anything where your lips touch, they use their tongue and make an N sound. Mm, I guess that makes sense. <clears throat> but I was practicing it in the car <laughs> a couple mornings ago because I thought it was kind of cool that I knew that knowledge and never <laughs> did anything <laughs> with said knowledge. <laughs> wow. You mean you could have been a professional ventriloquist <laughs> this whole time? That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, it takes a lot of practice. I also technically learned how to juggle, but I don't remember how to do it. I'd have to practice it. It was basically a circus camp. <laughs> yeah, what? What was going on? It was really fun, though. Like, it sounds I, fun. <laughs> like, I wish I was invited back, but they were like, eh, she's a lot. So, yeah, but I went to a magic camp, and I don't know why, but the past few days I've been thinking about that ventriloquism class. I Thinking of I all the potential that you, you had. <laughs> I and... Yeah. I think I do have like a, a pamphlet because there was a guy there who was an actor slash comedian slash magician. And I literally was like, oh my gosh, he's who I want to be. I thought, yeah, you want to be ridiculous. Oh my gosh. I want to be ridiculous so bad. He's so fun. I love that guy. That That's another story. Anyway, um... But I literally got like an autograph from him because I was like, you're my role model. I don't remember his name. I just remember (laughs) 10 year old me thought he was the shit. (laughs) Wow. But yeah, so fun fact about Ariana. She went to a camp where she learned how to juggle and ventriloquism and bought a lot of magic tricks. Wasted potential. Wasted. (sighs) Could have been on AGT with all this talent. We could be rich, Ariana. We're not. We're not, folks. Uh, I could be mooching off of your success. Okay, here's a synopsis. 
a teenager ends up being hounded, pun intended. Are you kidding me? By a well-groomed and seemingly cute and tiny dog that actually turns out to be a nightmare of a beast. (laughs) Yeah. So we watched Hounded. Taj Mowry. Sarah Paxton. Shia LaBeouf. I don't know, other actors. That one kid who was iconic until we forgot he existed. Kelsey from High School (gasps) Musical was just a random Kelsey Ballerini, is that her name? I don't know. Ballerini, something like that. It starts with an eeny. Well, let's dive in because I hated this movie and I want this podcast to be over already. Yeah, we're going to make this short and sweet. We say that all the time and they end up being 49 minutes. So well, gonna, I don't know the our last the last thing we did Melissa, that was, that was <laughs> but that's because we that didn't do a full talking about yeah, the whole movie. That's true. We didn't do a full rundown of the movie. <laughs> we talked about bits and pieces and some, and then we talked about Deadpool. So <laughs> we talked about Deadpool for if you take out eighty the, minutes. If you take out the Deadpool part, we probably only talked about Free Guy for twenty minutes. <laughs> that's true, but it's just because never mind. Anywho, so Jay Martin is the main character in this movie. He's a 13-year-old. Um, he's goes to a private school. He's wanting to um, win this special scholarship that'll get him into the, the prestigious art school. The Donald Patterson Yeah, Donald Patterson scholarship. And so he's got this whole speech and presentation prepared, and it's kind of like a competition for who's going to get the scholarship. You glossed over probably the weirdest part of the movie already. The what? cartoon wolf oh, at the yeah. beginning. Who eats the kid's head? Yeah, I'm not sure what that was about. It's because he's an artist. Yeah. And Jay is very good at the kind of, I don't know. Ske- flip book. I guess it's animation, actually. It's called a flip book. Yeah, but it's actually animation. Yeah. It's just early steps of animation. So I imagine he'll be an animator when he gets old. But yeah, he's there's this whole weird animated thing of his drawings. Of a wolf, a man turning into a wolf and biting off his head. It's quite interesting. And then we zoom out and see the stack of flashcards that it's been made on. And the flashcards are the speech, basically. Yeah. There's also the head of the school, the principal, Van Dusen. And he, I, there was a while where we were questioning who his kid was. Yeah, because (laughs) they made it sound like Shia LaBeouf, a.k.a. Ronnie, is his son. And then... For a minute there, they seem like they're, they're not, not related. And then later, they're definitely father and son. You just find out that he's just a bad dad. Well, yeah. Van Dugsen? More like Van Dushen. It's Van Dusen. Well, Dushen makes more sense even more. So, Jay also lives with his mom. Obviously, he's a child. <laughs> but he lives, lives with his mom, and he's got an older brother who's um, kind of part of a military academy he goes to the school cadet kelly goes to <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i the, guarantee they use the same set probably the mom has got to go visit their aunt who injured herself so she's leaving going out of town and she leaves jay some money and says his brother will be around to take care of him yep. or to you know watch out for him whatever so mom leaves and now we go back to, we flash to the military school where the brother is. Yeah. And he's basically been like a leader of a troop. <clears throat> and his like principal, I guess, is like, um, his principal's like, listen, you're a great leader, but you're, you lead by fear and that's not good because you 
have to have people like and love you in order for them to protect you in battle. I just thought of in the office when Michael Scott says, do I want people to fear me or love me? And he goes, I want both. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, That reminded me of that. I want people to be afraid of how much they love me. (laughs) Yikes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So his leader's like, while you take this time off to go be with your brother, how about you focus on what makes you a good leader? A better leader. When you lead lead with love. Lead with love instead of fear. Right. So then Jay's at school. Shia LaBeouf's character, Ronnie, he is... Uh, he's a jerk (laughs) he's a jerk and he there's also tracy who's played by sarah paxton the one the one thing we've got an issue with in this is tracy is okay there's some things that are fine but she's playing a disabled person in a wheelchair i feel like that part should have gone to an actual disabled actor uh, you know, or no, or they could have made her not disabled. It really didn't help the plot at all. But the whole thing is, if they're wanting to make a more inclusive cast to look at or view, then you know, different kids, a more inclusive cast. Yeah, then actually hire these actors who represent that actual community and actual people. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, they do this later in True Confessions with yeah, Shia LaBeouf. It's it's. They do it a lot in a lot of movies, and just now recently they've actually started hiring actual disabled actors to actually play people who have disabilities. Which is why I'll forgive Shia LaBeouf for True Confessions, because he also gave us <laughs> Peanut Butter Falcon, so <laughs> I can forgive him. <laughs> um, so there's her character, Tracy, and she's best friends with Jay. There's some other random characters, but we don't need to really get into them because they don't end up being that big of a deal. Just the iconic kid with braces. Yeah, there's this great kid with braces. He's wearing a really stupid hat. His name is either Philip or Andy. I don't know which one. (laughs) I didn't even pay attention to what his name was. I thought maybe it was Duncan. (laughs) So Jay's got those presentation flashcards, which also have his drawings on them. And the principal, Van Dusen. Ronnie's dad. Yeah, he catches Jay and looks at these pictures and goes, Is this guy turning into a wolf supposed to be me? And Jay says, No, no, but well, he doesn't believe him. He really he really <laughs> just looks at the picture of the man with the wolf head and says, This is a poor representation of me. And Taj is like, That's not you. And he goes, Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. And he takes the flashcards, he confiscates them. I like the idea that the principal, he has no idea, but he just wants to be the victim. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, you're making fun of me. I like, know it. Like, he could have drawn a fish and been like, that doesn't even look like me. And he's like, yeah, it's not you, it's a fish. And he'd be like, I'm taking this away. <laughs> well, those presentation cards had all of Jay's notes for his speech on it. So now he's freaking out. But we realize, and he realizes, oh, I have this memorized. I've got this. So then Van Dusen is talking to Ronnie and says, I've looked at these flashcards of Jay's and his speech is way better than whatever you're going to have prepared. So come up with something better now. I guess he wants him to have like, I don't know why he wants him to have the scholarship so badly because he wants his kid to be the best. Well, naturally. (laughs) Naturally. (laughs) So we 
get to the actual day of the presentations, Ronnie the goes first. There's still presentations. Ronnie goes first, and he just plagiarized Jay's flashcards. Yep. So he stole his speech. He ends up winning the scholarship. Well, yeah, because Jay's like, well, I'm not going to go after that because nobody's going to believe that. I was the one that wrote all right. that. Yeah, so he kind of gives up. And he's really sad about this. He even tells Van Dusen, the principal. Yeah, he's like, I'm pretty sure Ronnie stole my speech. So then Van Dusen says, oh, I'll look into it. But then he talks to Ronnie. Ronnie says, yeah, of course I took it. Of course I stole it. And Jay is also in the office because he was walking with the principal to the office. And he's waiting for a hall pass from, like, the principal's secretary. Yeah. But while he's waiting, he overhears Van Dusen and Ronnie talking about how he plagiarized and stole his speech. And then Van Dusen says to Ronnie, just hide all the hide all the flashcards and hide any evidence that you plagiarized. Yeah. We're not going to tell anyone. So now Jay is pissed. And then he... And rightfully so. Yeah. He gets home... Again, he's moping around, and then he meets up with Tracy. Tracy says to him, well, I don't know what, why you're going to just sit there and mope around. You you need to do something about this. Don't just sit there. So Jay says, fine, I'm going to go break into their house. And look for evidence. Yeah, look for evidence, because he did see Ronnie had his flashcards still in his backpack. Because mm-hmm. he had a clear pocket in the front of <laughs> yeah his a backpack. conveniently clear pocket so he knows that ronnie still has those flashcards so he's going to find evidence he breaks into their backyard apparently ronnie lives in the pool house out back yeah it's like an in-law suite that i don't know i don't know why you would give that to your i don't know it's son, it's no. messed up i feel like it's just kind of a narrative on who his parents are and how My they're rich and- a bit neglectful with their kid mm. I wonder why he is the way he is. I think the mom cares more about the dog than she does about yeah. her son. So. And he, the dad doesn't care about anyone but Correct. himself. So he's rummaging around through Ronnie's room. He doesn't find the flashcards. He doesn't find any evidence. But Camille, their, their dog. And she's a show dog, so she's real fancy. And the mom loves the dog. She's like a chihuahua breed. No, she's Pomeranian. Yeah, she's a Pomeranian. Sorry. I get them confused. They're both small and yippy. And she, Camille, she goes over there and starts barking at Jay. And Jay's trying to shush her, shut her up. And she won't shut up. Then the, like, housekeeper lady, she comes outside shouting for Camille, saying, Come on, Camille, it's time for you to eat. But Jay doesn't want to get caught. So he puts on, like... A mask. A mask that Ronnie has in his room so that his identity is hidden, which then scares the shit out of the housekeeper. She runs out away back into the house, but then Camille doesn't want to stick around. Camille ends up chasing after Jay and going home with him. Right, the dog. Yeah, sorry. The dog com- is Camille. <laughs> Camille. Camille is a dog, just it, so you know. It sucks because they gave the dog such a human name. Yeah. That I was like, the housekeeper doesn't follow him home. No. What are you talking about? But no. I'm just remembering that Camille is the dog. Yeah. So now he's got to deal with this little dog. And at first it seems kind of okay. The dog's just barking. Then he gives it, 
he gives her like food out of their fridge, which would have yeah. killed the dog because it would have made her. And sick. it wasn't just one thing of food; it was a. It was shit literally ton of food. every like possible leftover they had. He gave her uh, spaghetti. He gave her meatloaf. He gave her like these little crab things. I don't even know. I don't know why there's so much of that in the fridge. I don't anyway. know why they have so many leftovers. <laughs> yeah. Usually you have like maximum two leftovers, maybe three if you went to a restaurant and also took some home. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It just I don't doesn't know. make sense. It's like every meal she makes enough for 500 and puts it all like it would go bad after a while. Just right. throw it out. Your son doesn't eat that much. So then Camille goes absolutely nuts. We, because she sleeps and then wakes up. Right, she sleeps and wakes up, but when she wakes up, she's going absolutely berserk. Different dog entirely. And we find out the reason is because she's doesn't isn't getting her normal medication that she needs. I don't know what kind of medication prevents a dog from becoming absolutely insane and rabid. Xanax. <laughs> no, I've no idea. But now the entire Van Dusen family is freaking out because. The dog is missing. The dog is missing. Jay is trying to calm down Camille. It's not working. Camille ends up fucking up the entire house. She tears that whole house up. Like, our beagle that we used to have (laughs) would, like, scratch his way through doors when we left him home alone. This is a tiny Pomeranian who was literally, in seconds, scratching her way through walls. Yeah. (laughs) full wall (laughs) she's like tearing apart everything and this is where we get some really bad dog puppetry there's this is what melissa was talking about it's just so bad at some points there's some shots where it's like fake dog arms that are moving it's so bad it's just terrible and then you know it's just very clearly a, a stuffed animal that's being not a stuffed, not like a taxidermy, but like a stuffed animal <laughs> that's like a puppet being thrown around. It's like Shaggy, the Shaggy DA is better. Yeah, the punch. <laughs> well, and and I think too, it started before that even because they were watching, he was like flipping through channels when she was still calm. She yeah. was still her. And they did this thing where they put her paws over her eyes yeah, and then good. she saluted with one paw and then she like lifted her <laughs> paws up and down. It was really weird. So it started with that and then it, it escalated into the whole dog being a puppet. Yeah. So now that she's torn up the entire house, of course, who shows up is Mike. And Mike? And then... Jay goes outside trying to prevent Mike from coming inside because he doesn't want him to see this giant mess and then he gets in trouble for it. But he comes in anyway. Mike is like, what the fuck is happening? And then Jay is trying to hide the fact that there's a rabid dog in this house and the dog somehow got up into their cabinet above their fridge and there's some movement in the cabinet and Mike goes to open it, but Jay says, no, I'll get it. They also do a lot of, like, shoot the dog out of a cannon moves, (laughs) where, like, the dog literally moves, like, at light speed out of certain situations. And this is one of those situations. He opens up the cabinet door. And it literally goes... (laughs) (laughs) It's as if it was in a t-shirt cannon. Yeah. Getting thrown directly to Mike's face. They do that earlier when um, Jay wraps it in, like, a shower curtain or whatever. Yeah. And then he goes to, like, look at the dog, because he's like, you're not going to escape... And then the dog goes and right out into like the living room with his pant leg. Yeah. So Camille's destroyed the house. 
Hello, my name is Joseph Drede. You can just call me Drede. And I'm Trudy. And you're listening to QVC, HSN, NBC, ABC, DFJ. Yeah, you're listening to it. And you got a product for me, Drudy, or what? Yes. Um, it's fresh off the market. Well, what's new? What isn't fresh off the market these days? I swear we have no no products that are being reused. It's unbelievable. How are there this many new products? You know what I mean, Drudy? Um, we have uh, engineers that in- invent something new every day. What? What the fuck is an engineer? Well, let me tell you about it, because that's a product today. I'm just what? kidding. I'm just kidding. Trudy, your sense of humor is not growing on me any longer. I'm not entirely sure what I did wrong, but... um, You did this, everything wrong. This week's product is chapstick. Trudy, don't look so sad at me. When you look sad, it makes me sad. And then I feel bad for making you sad. Okay, I'm sorry. I take all that back. I take all of it back. I'm just kidding. Why were you so mad? Because I had a rough day and I just, I, I took it out on you and I'm sorry. It's okay. But the, the next, this new product is chapstick. Okay, what is chapstick? It, it Did makes you say chapstick? Chap. Chapstick? Like, hello, chip. Chapstick, okay. Is it stick of chip? Isn't that just a dick? What is it? No. Okay, what's a chapstick uh, right. then? It's for chipped lips. That's why oh. they call it chipstick. Well, then why don't they just call it chap lip? Now, that sounds weird. Yeah, Never right, mind. Exactly. Uh, but it's for when your lips get a little bit dry and you want to peel the dead skin off. You don't have to do that anymore. When they get dry, mm. you put this chapstick on. What does it do? Moisturizes your lips. What? Yes, it's like lotion, but for lips. Lips. Look, I'm sorry. Okay, wait, what? I almost said lotion? (laughs) You're saying it moisturizes your lips. Why can't I just use lotion like that other product we talked about? Oh, because you can't put lotion on your lips. Have you ever put lotion on your lips and then you lick your lips later and you taste the lotion? It does not taste good. Yeah, but you're saying the chapstick does taste good? Better than lotion. Are there different kind of scents? Are there different flavors? You can get mint. You can get raspberry. You can get strawberry. You can get... Is there lots of berries? Blueberries. What? What does a blueberry even taste like? You've never had a blueberry before? What the fuck is a blueberry? You've heard of blue balls? What? Oh, no. I've heard of blue gumballs. I remember talking about that years ago. Actually, that was like months ago, but feels like years ago, doesn't it? That was... How? What episode was that? The what third? I have no idea. I don't keep track of this what? stuff. What? That's what we hired Suzanne for, and what? she's fucking gone now. In every kind of possible way. We can't talk about that on air. You're always reminding me not to talk about that thing. I know, I'm sorry. I'm just saying. We shouldn't have gotten rid of her. You know what I mean? Yes, but we're, we have narrowed it down to two candidates. Well, they better not fuck it up. We have Phil and we have Jordan. Phil and Jordan? I'm liking Phil. None of those names are fun. I'm liking Phil a lot better than Jordan, I'm going to be honest. You know what's a fun name? John. Bob. Pamela. Mike. 
Anyway, what? how much is this product? It's only $2 for one tube. And how big is this tube? Just a little. Well, for two bucks, it better be the size of my fucking leg. What do you mean? Two bucks? That's expensive. Well, for like a pack of five, it's like $5,000. That's, that's, that's more reasonable. Is a five pack of the well, tiny chapsticks for 5000 then a one tube with chapstick for two bucks? Well, we could... I might as well cut my leg off, put some lotion on the top of the stump, and rub that on my lips. <laughs> Back to the podcast. <laughs> So, where did we leave off? Oh, yeah. Camille was tearing shit up in the house. <laughs> and You make it sound like it was like a good thing. <laughs> she was just tearing shit up. She was really being the star of the show. And eventually, I mean, there's a whole process of Mike saying, well, we need to call Van Dusen and, t- and tell him we have his dog and give it back to him because Jay came up with some lie saying... Oh, I was asked to watch the Van Dusen's dog. <laughs> and now he's destroyed the house. And Mike yeah. says, well, I need to get m- m- some money or reimbursement for the damage the dog's done to this house. So he's getting ready to call Van Dusen. And then Jay says, no, 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 don't. And eventually he has to confess what happened. So he's like, I'm a- I've accidentally got stuck with this stupid dog. <laughs> so also what had happened, which we forgot to mention, is that Jay had some random voice changer toy that he used to call Van Dusen because he didn't want his identity to be known. And Van Dusen immediately thinks it's a kidnapper who's holding the dog for ransom. Yeah, and he's like, keep the dog. How's she doing without her medicine type of thing? And hangs up. Right. So now that Mike... Yeah, so now that Mike knows the truth... Mike is like, we've got to give the dog back to him. So, um, but he ends up deciding, okay, a way to get back at Van Dusen for the whole plagiarism thing is to use this dog as leverage to get him to do stupid things. Which is kind of like a weird montage that happens. There's like several things where they make him get a cake with the Itsy Bitsy Spider written on it. And then he has to sing Itsy Bitsy Spider on the street and give cake to people. It's really stupid. I don't know what that was. Yeah, I don't either. And it bothered me the whole time it was happening. So, And then also while this is going on, Philip or Andy or whoever, this friend group who is Jay's friends at at high school, at middle school, are creating all these flyers like lost dog flyers. And there's this 15-minute scene of these two guys who are not even side characters because they hardly have any lines. But they're going around. The brace guy. Yeah. And they're going around and posting the lost dog flyers all over in the stupidest places you could put flyers. Yeah. And he basically chose the two of them because he knew that they would lose the flyers because he doesn't want the flyers to get out. Right. Because he has the dog. Plus, this is also when we see Kelsey from High School Musical. (laughs) Yeah. And we forgot to mention that when they were going to go give the dog back to Van Dusen, Camille ran out of the car and has run away, which is why the lost dog posters are being put up. And now Jay and Mike are also searching for their dog because they can't use her for leverage anymore. Yeah, and how they do this is 
let, let me tell let me explain how they try and find <laughs> this dog they get a bunch of meat from a butcher shop right and they stuff it in a duffel bag and they drag the duffel bag with their car around the town yeah and because they do this waste all that money on food a bunch of other dogs from around the neighborhood start chasing their car and then camille shows up eventually and then runs away and again and then we find her terrorizing a child on a playground set (laughs) so they're really making you care and love this dog so yeah we really love camille (laughs) the rabid dog going nuts uh and then the reason Van Dusen ends up kind of going along with these blackmail things is that he has his father-in-law who was the old superintendent of the school. And yeah. he's like, I will fire you if you don't get my daughter's no, show dog back. He was like the old <laughs> principal. Oh, so yeah. Sorry, principal. Now he's superintendent. Got it. Yeah. So he's in charge of his son-in-law's job. Which, you know, doesn't sound like a conflict of interest at all. Yeah. What is this like long line of nepotism? It's a little weird. Yeah. So that's the reason that Van Dusen ends up kind of going along with this stuff. The final straw is he's at a bowling alley and they made him bowl, what was it, 10 straight gutter shots? No, they they told him that he had to get 10 straight shots. So like they all had to be the same number, basically. Right. I think he was so trying he to say- So he has to do a gutter. I think he was trying to say you have to do, get like- 10 strikes in a row but he phrased it weird so he was like right. oh, i'll cheat the system and just get gutter balls got it yeah but they also made him wear fluffy slippers and a pink robe or a red robe that is was his wife's it was dumb it's dumb and then he puts his head inside the bowling ball oh my gosh thing i don't know what we it just watched this movie and i already forgot about that because it's <laughs> so stupid and then for like the rest of the movie he's got three bowling ball marks on his face which are just not to scale there's no. no way that's what a bowling ball mark would make on your face there's no way that a bowling ball would bruise your face like that <laughs> it's so stupid and it does it doesn't even last the whole rest of the movie because at the end he doesn't have that right so finally jay and mike get camille back and when this happens we see that Jay and Camille are actually kind of getting along now. And Camille... And Camille's chill. Yeah, she kind of likes Jay. And she's staying calm for him without her medicine and without getting food. She's just, you know, calmed down. So... Don't tell me to calm down. Then they come up with this plan, their final plan, to not only not be in trouble for taking the dog, and I say taking in quotations... But also to hopefully get back at them for plagiarizing. And their plan is to frame Ronnie. Yeah. (laughs) That's the whole plan. It's the whole plan. It takes 15 minutes for them to explain and get through. But that's the whole plan is let's frame Ronnie. Which And their way of framing Ronnie is Mike is going to come over there and distract Ronnie as a BMX magazine journalist. While Jay goes in. The uh, pool house. Sets up the phone, the little toy that was changing his voice, and Camille in the pool house. Yeah. Long story short, they successfully frame Ronnie because Van Dusen at this point has decided to trace. He's got like a whole team of cops cops on his side who are now tracing this call of. Which I don't think cops invest that much in dog nappings. No. So. It's so stupid. (laughs) Well, they end up tracing the call and they trace it to their address. Which in. 
any other show or movie that would be like a terrifying realization yeah like like where's that's the some, where's the call coming from that's, some that's my number fucking crazy person who's holding your dog ransom is actually on in your house yeah, or on your ground because usually it's like oh it's a ghost calling or <laughs> yeah. or you know it's somebody it's like somebody's in your house and they're gonna kill you yeah that's scary but no they're they, they immediately are like oh, ronnie yeah <laughs> it's our dumbass son ronnie okay jennifer coolidge <laughs> so then they go ronnie is so stupid he just puts on his headphones and doesn't realize that the dog is there eating gummy worms off of a plate (laughs) or that there's a voice changer and a phone on his bed he just doesn't notice the second that he notices the voice changer and phone his parents are walking in the room so so. he's like caught in the act so (laughs) then he gets in trouble the superintendent is so upset that he ends up firing van dusen and kind of demoting him and then he decides he's going to demote himself from superintendent to principal isn't that weird <laughs> yeah i don't think that's weird because why would he demote himself um i think i think he's just interim stand, standing in until they find somebody okay i guess that makes sense but he's made his son-in-law his assistant right and then because of all of this stuff they end up redoing the speech competition for this scholarship because mm-hmm. the superintendent's like Ronnie's not going to get it. Obviously, he's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way that was his own speech. So then we end with Jay giving a speech about um, like improving facilities for disabled to be more, people. To be more handicap accessible. Yeah. Like have so more ramps, ramps. Walking sidewalks. Yeah. Or moving sidewalks. I don't yeah. remember what it was. Adding different called. types of things to different facilities. Which, which was cool. Yeah, I was like, at least they didn't, because like the whole movie, they don't really point out anything. They don't mention which I Sarah's like, w- wheelchair at all, which I think is good mm-hmm. until like that last minute. But they don't even mention that it's because of Sarah. Like he's just saying that, yeah, hey, these are some things that I've noticed, right? Probably from having a friend that has. Because well, also his his first speech for the first competition that got plagiarized, recycling and yeah, trash was stuff. just about being environmentally friendly. Yeah, so you know both yeah. are good speeches. So he wins a scholarship with that. Mike and Jay are now super close because they've bonded over this whole situation. Yeah. And then we find out Ronnie went to the military school. Yeah, Ronnie went to the military school and now Mike is going to be in charge. And and Camille is having puppies. Yeah, that's right. Camille's having puppies. And the mother, Ronnie's mother, comes into the office and sees that Camille loves Jay She's like, Camille never takes to anyone, but she loves you. And then she growls at the dad. Yeah, at Van Dusen. And, and the father-in-law, I don't know what his name was, the superintendent. Yeah, I don't know what his name <clears> was he's either. He's like, the dog has a good judge of character. <laughs> so so then Ronnie's mom <clears throat> offers one of the puppies of Camille's for <laughs> Jay to have. And Jay just is like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, why don't you run that by your mom? Because she, <laughs> it's her house. Now. <laughs> yeah anyway what was your moral of the story because that's pretty much it isn't it yeah that's it that's the end of the movie what you know what this one didn't end in a freeze frame did it nope Thank i guess god. that's a good thing that's a good thing we can say about this my moral of the story was don't just mope around when things don't go your way you've got to fight for your right to party that's my moral the story
What was yours, Ari? Go on. Don't be shy. You know I am. Um, I would say probably the thing that I've talked about way too much. Like three times. This will be the third time. Um, it's better to lead by love and not by fear. <laughs> yeah. I don't lead really, out of love, not out of fear. I don't know if Mike really learned his lesson. By the end of it, no. he's still he's still leading his military troop the same way he was at the beginning. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I he guess you know he how to love his brothers, so I guess that's I, I guess. Know. I don't know. Well, that was hounded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Was nice, the party was pumping